You're listening to Spice Radio, 1200 AM, and we are speaking to Jeevan Sanga, editor-in-chief at 5X Press. And we're going to talk about all about this TikTok that went viral last week that showed this one woman who posted a video showing two girls mocking her while her brother took photos of her at a sporting event, and it got a whole lot of attention, and Jeevan is going to break it all down for us. Jeevan, thank you so much for joining us this morning, and how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Doing very well. So first, let's get into this video. I kind of gave a little bit of a brief there, but what went down? Yeah, so essentially there was a woman who was at a baseball event um, and was taking pictures. She's a bit of an influencer. She's taking pictures in public. And of course, because you're in the stand, there were some people behind her. And the people behind her were mocking her, um, just making lewd gestures and overall being not so nice. Um, and the woman realized that this was happening when she reviewed the videos and then posted it online for the world to comment. That's right. And in the video, I know she's kind of narrating the situation and she said about how these girls made her feel very self-conscious and uneasy. So what was the Internet's reaction to this? You know, people were not happy with these women. They were calling them bullies. They were kind of just really, really expressing their distaste for their actions. And it went to the point where people um, engaged in something called doxing. So what people, I'll explain what doxing is for folks who don't know. Doxing is essentially when you take someone who's been on the Internet in some way and you take their personal information, that's their government name, their workplace, maybe it's their address, maybe it's information about their family, and you post it online for people to know. And, and a lot of the times that can engage that can like open the door to engaging in behavior that can have real life consequences for these people so the doxing in this case looked like people releasing where these women work um, and people going on their yelp and their google reviews for the businesses and basically slandering the people who um, were engaging in you know unkind behavior that's really terrifying. You know, I, you know, like many people, I saw this video and I was very upset. I was like, man, these girls are so mean. But the fact that, you know, within the Internet and social media, that people take it to the next level where they then want to go after their workplaces and everything. I mean, what does that say about us? I think it shows that we've maybe um, detached ourselves from what reasonable consequence looks like sometimes. Um, I think that. Absolutely. It's hard, right? Because it's like these people didn't ask to be filmed in public, and maybe that was uncomfortable for them. They also could have been adults and just asked the woman not to record if they felt uncomfortable with it. They didn't have to be, you know, immature and, and, and bullying them from the sidelines. But also, if you ask me, I don't think anything warrants having your address or your, your name or your workplace um, like, like just broadcasted to the masses. And I think it, it becomes troubling when we, especially people on the internet, thought that that was just a normal thing to do. Like after, after what happened, after this video we saw, it was just a normal thing. This is a, this is their due process in the public court of opinion. This is what should happen. Um, and and I personally thought it was a little too far. And I like that you use that term, reasonable consequence. How far is too far? Because like I said, I was super mad. I was angry, but then I don't want to go and cancel them. You know, even for me, I'm a firm believer in karma. Karma's going to do the work itself. I don't have to go and put their information out there. And for me, and I know you haven't seen the show yet, and you will, it, it just takes me back to Black Mirror. Because there have been episodes like this where, like, we kind of have this mob mentality where it's like one person reacts like that, then hundreds do and thousands do, and we kind of all encourage each other. And we're like, yes, this is okay behavior. 
you know? Yeah, and I think it's that there's, like, conversations that come up online often about how media literacy is dying. And media literacy is just, like, it's really just a framework for us to be critical about the media we consume. And instead of having that initial, like, oh, of course, I see this person thinking this thing, I'm just going to naturally agree with it, um, there should be a due process in our own minds of being like, okay, I'm seeing the spectrum of information in front of me, and I get to decide what I think about it by, like, questioning myself and being like, oh, do I think this is fair? Do I think that's fair? And, and it's interesting because many people online have commented that they feel media literacy is declining, which is super interesting considering the fact that we consume media at, like, a record-level amount in this day and age. Like, everything we do is filtered through our phones. Every, every relationship we have has this added element of technology. Every situation that we comment on, a lot of them are coming from the Internet. It's coming from people that we don't even know that we're kind of projecting our own feelings on. And so I think it's really important for us to go back and, and really think about what we think due consequences. I read a great substack by someone named Irene about this very topic called Who Gets to Determine uh, Consequence? And it was really interesting to think about because I think conversations about cancel culture get a little diluted or they become very, like, all the way on one side or all the way on the other. And I think there's space for us to engage with this topic critically um, as we go about our day-to-day lives. And, you know, I think continuing on with the story here is then the TikToker who was bullied, she then had to go and make another video. And she talked about, how okay, I met with the two women. They have apologized in person and they obviously regret the way that they acted. And then what I noticed, they put that video out and the Internet goes, well, they wouldn't have apologized if it hadn't been put out there. So yet there's still that ongoing, you know, anger towards these two women, which is just wild. Yeah, to me. And I think it's like. I mean, we've chatted about this before. I think it's, are we attaching morality to being, like, a little rude? Like, were they, yes, were they acting unkindly? Absolutely. Is it nice? Definitely not. This whole situation could have been avoided if one of the two people just, uh, like, spoke to the other in that actual moment and was like, hey, do you have an issue with me filming? Or, hey, I have an issue with you filming. Can you please stop? It's making me uncomfortable. Neither parties decided to do that. But that doesn't mean that this whole situation needs to be, like, blown out of proportion. And um, I think it's tough. I think sometimes we just have to let sleeping dogs lie and, and remember that, you know, it just, like, things can just be and two people can resolve it. And sometimes, you know, our opinion doesn't matter. And sometimes people can really just be rude, and that's a part of life, and we just have to move on. It doesn't mean that they're, you know, entirely morally reprehensible people. Exactly. And I think at the end of the day, you know, we're only human beings. We're not perfect, though. This situation really just says a lot about our social media and the Internet. So we could go on about this topic. I'm sure this won't be the last time we talk about it, Jeevan. But Jeevan, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. You take care. Take care. Thank you.